That's right. It's baseball day. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Welcome to the Why intro Y2K. before that song is so long. It's yeah. so much silence. Welcome back to Why Y2K, everyone. I'm yeah. Rachel. I'm Maddie. Maddie is sick from the heat <laughs> in her sick bed, but because of the sunshine. It's not the sun. Oh, well, I mean, I guess it technically is the sun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, if we had no sun, the earth would be very cold, Maddie. Don't be goofy. Honestly, maybe I prefer it that way. No, well, no, well. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Let's just get right into it. <laughs> America's pastime is baseball. Its second pastime is listening to YY2K talk about baseball. So enjoy. <laughs> Chapter 17, The Game. It was just beginning to drizzle when Edward turned onto my street. Up until that moment, I'd had no doubt that he'd been staying with me while I spent... If, what? <laughs> Up until that moment... I'd had no doubt that he'd be staying with me while I spent a few interim hours in the real world. And then I saw the black car, a weathered Ford, parked in Charlie's driveway, and heard Edward mutter something unintelligible in a low, harsh voice. <laughs> Leaning away from the rain under the shallow front porch, Jacob Black stood behind his father's wheelchair. Billy's face was impassive as stone as Edward parked my truck against the curb. Jacob stared down, his expression mortified. Edward's low voice was furious. This is crossing the line. He Literally. Came... <laughs> <laughs> he came to warn Charlie, I guess, more horrified than angry. Edward just nodded, answering Billy's gaze through the rain with narrowed eyes. I felt weak with relief that Charlie wasn't home yet. Let me deal with this, I suggested. Edward's black glare made me anxious. To my surprise, he agreed. That's probably best. Be careful, though. The child has no idea. I bridled a little at the word child. Jacob is not that much younger than I am, I reminded him. He looked at me, then, his anger abruptly fading. Oh, I know. He assured me with a grin. What? What does that mean? I don't know. I sighed and put my hand on the door handle. Wait, this just reminded me. You know how we've been talking? I had a viewer um, comment back and tell me that every time we talk about, like, why are they reaching over to unlock the door from the inside? That's so dumb. Mm -hmm. Just press the button. Um, this viewer reminded me that we are in the past and you had to physically unlock the door from the inside, pulling up on the little knob because they didn't have the automatic locks yet. Okay, sure. So we were being a little silly. I I think this is silly, though, because this is not that old. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Do we think Edward had the latest Volvo or? Yeah. They've got so much money. He better. Maybe he just liked driving a classic Volvo. No, <laughs> doesn't. Okay. Okay. Anyway, thank you, listener Allison. <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> okay. Get them inside, he instructed, so I can leave. I'll be back around dusk. Do you want my truck? I offered. Meanwhile, wondering how it explains its absence to Charlie. He rolled his eyes. I could walk home faster than this truck moves. You don't have to leave, I said wistfully. He smiled at my glum expression. Actually, I do. After you get rid of them, he threw a dark glance in the black's direction. You still have to prepare Charlie to meet your new boyfriend. He win. He winned widely. He grinned widely, showing all he of gritted? his teeth. He gritted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bella, I'm going to run home now. And he starts doing the gritty. He gritties away. <laughs> He's literally doing the goody. <laughs> I groan. Ugh. Thanks a lot. He smiled the crooked smile that I love. Better start. I'll be back soon, he promised. His eyes flickered back to the porch, and then he leaned in to swiftly kiss me just under the edge of my jaw. Why'd he kiss her there? That is weird. Why is he dropping her off? Are they not playing? Because it's later. They're going to play baseball? I guess they're taking a little break before the baseball. Well, good, because they've been together almost 24 hours. So. Yeah. It's probably good for a little a little breaky. I think it's been over 24 hours. I mean, he slept there. And then slept. They... Well. It... Well, that oh, sounds like I'm suggesting something. And I'm oh. not. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean Edward can't sleep. <laughs> they were five feet apart. Not touching. Mm-hmm. Staring straight up. Bella didn't sleep either. No, absolutely not. <laughs> My heart lurched frantically, and I, too, glanced toward the porch. Billy's face was no longer impassive, and his hands clutched at the armrests of his chair. He's clenching. <laughs> Soon, I stressed as I opened the door and stepped out into the rain. I could feel his eyes on my back as I half ran through the light sprinkled toward the porch. Hey, Billy. Hi, Jacob. I greeted them as cheerfully as I could manage. Charlie's gone for the day. I hope you haven't been waiting long. Not long, Billy said in a subdued tone. 
His black eyes were piercing. Not the black eyes. I just wanted to bring this up. He indicated a brown paper sack resting in his lap. Bless you to the podcats. I hope you're okay in there. Thanks, I said, though I had no idea what it could be. Why don't you come in for a minute and dry off? I pretended to be oblivious to his intense scrutiny as I unlocked the door and waved them in ahead of me. She's shooing them in. <laughs> Here, let me take that, I offered, turning to shut the door. I allowed myself one last glance at Edward. He was waiting, perfectly still, his eyes solemn. You'll want to put it in the fridge, Billy noted as he handed me the package. It's some of Harry Clearwater's homemade fish fry, Charlie's favorite. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> Thanksgiving Fridays during Lent. <laughs> the fish fry? Yeah. Oh, because you can eat fish? Uh-huh. Wow, I forgot. I know a lot about Lent. I forgot. You... Well, no, because you went to catechism. I, I went to the you same one no as excuse, you. no excuse, actually. I just, you know. Yeah, everyone has their, churches has their little fish, fish fries on Fridays, because you can eat fish on Fridays, but you can't eat meat, because you give up meat. Huh. On Fridays. The more you know. The fridge keeps it drier. He shrugged. Shrug. Thanks, I repeated, but with feeling this time. Oh, sorry. Thanks. I was running out of new ways to fix fish, and he's bound to bring home more tonight. To fix fish. <laughs> fix fish. Okay. Bella, I need all the fixings. <laughs> Fishing again? Billy asked with a subtle gleam in his eye. Down at the usual spot? Maybe I'll run by and see him. No. I quickly lied, my face going hard. <laughs> she got the Carlisle special <laughs> while she was there. <laughs> <laughs> he was headed someplace new, but I have no idea where. He took in my changed expression, and it made him thoughtful. Jake, he said, still appraising me, why don't you go get that new picture of Rebecca out of the car? I'll leave that for Charlie, too. What? Why did he bring a picture of his daughter for Charlie? Oh, I was have? like, who's Rebecca? I couldn't remember. We got Jacob, Rachel, and Rebecca. The okay. six yeah. siblings. Why don't we ever see anything about them in the movie? Like, in the movie, it seems like he's an only child. Does I know this... the one's older, right? Yes. At least one of them's older and, like, married. I think they're both older, but one of them is, like, the oldest. Okay. Well, I'd hope so. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want lore on them. I think they gave a little bit of lore. I Don't quote me on any of this. I we think... can't remember anything that happened, but I no, think one of them lives in, like, Hawaii or something. No, he... Talks about them when the push happens. But you want more than But that. I want to know more. Especially with, you know, the werewolf thing happening. True. I'd love their take. True. You come home and your little brother is seven feet yeah, tall and like, buff. What the heck? You go, oh my god. Um, also, this brings up the question, does this mean that Charlie has, like, a little table with, like, his friend's kids' pictures? Probably. Like, gotta get, like, updated once Probably goes on the fridge. That's so cute. <laughs> It's giving my grandma's house. That's cute. And then it's also cute that Billy was like, printed out this picture of his daughter to be like, look at my daughter. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. It's almost like his stepdaughter or something. <laughs> yeah, Charlie's going to want to see this. The girls are growing up. <laughs> Our girls. <laughs> That's how we raised them. <laughs> Where is it? Jacob asked, his voice morose. I glanced at him, but he was staring at the floor, his eyebrows pulling together. He's trying out the unibrow. <laughs> I think I saw it in the truck, Billy said. You may have to dig for it. Oh, so it's just thrown in the back. Great. Okay, never mind. He's it's like, actually not cute. He's like, look at the picture pile on the floor. <laughs> it's next to the takeout wrappers. He has every picture of them, each child from every <laughs> single year, every birthday. Yep. Jacob slouched back out into the rain. Billy and I faced each other in silence. After a few seconds, the quiet started to feel awkward. So I turned and headed to the kitchen. <laughs> She's like, it got awkward, so I left. <laughs> I could hear his wet wheels squeak against the linoleum as he followed. I shoved the bag. I feel like it'd be like maybe. It'd be a bad noise. Yeah, I shoved the bag onto the crowded top shelf of the fridge and spun around to confront him. His deeply lined face was unreadable. Charlie won't be back for a long time. My voice was almost rude. Okay. He nodded in agreement but said nothing. Thanks again for the fish fry, I hinted. Why are we always... We're painting Billy as a villain all the time. And I get it. It's because of the werewolf thing and the vampire thing. I get it. He's your almost stepdad. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you have, to, you have to have beef with your almost stepdad. But her other almost stepdad, she doesn't have beef with. That's true. But like I said, they're more of a passion project. Yeah. <laughs> Billy and Charlie are more domestic. Yeah. So. <laughs> he continued He continued nodding. I sighed and folded my arms across my chest. She's just doing, like, the bitchy girl. Like, yeah, why is she right being so... Stop doing Billy like this. 
He literally just came over to give you fish. Yeah, say thank you and let him chill out for a while. Mm-hmm. Have a couple beers or something. <laughs> a couple cold ones with the boys. <laughs> he seemed to sense that I had given up on small talk. Bella, he said, and then he hesitated. I waited. Bella, he said again. Charlie is one of my best friends. <laughs> he's, he's asking for her permission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So can I have your hand in marriage? <laughs> we'll make you the maid of honor. <laughs> We've. I'm just... I need your blessing before I ask Charlie. <laughs> biggest biggest decision of my life. <laughs> yes. He spoke each word carefully in his rumbling voice. I notice you've been spending time with one of the Cullens. Yes, I repeated curtly. His eyes narrowed. Maybe it's none of my business, but I don't think that is such a good idea. You're right, I agreed. It is none of your business. He raised his graying eyebrows so at my tone. Weird. She's like, he needs to <laughs> dye his eyebrows. <laughs> You probably don't know this, but the Cullen family has an unpleasant reputation on the reservoir. Nope, not the reservoir. (laughs) (laughs) On the reservation. Actually, I didn't know that. I informed him in a hard voice. This surprised... I lied. Actually, I did know that. I informed him in a hard voice. This surprised him. But that reputation couldn't be deserved, could it? Because the Cullens never set foot on the reservation, do they? I could see that my less than subtle reminder of the agreement that both bound and protected his tribe pulled him up short. That's true, he acceded, his eyes guarded. You seem well informed about the Cullens, more informed than I expected. I stared him down, maybe even better informed than you are. Oh. He pursed his thick lips as he considered them. <laughs> it's got thickies. Got the- of course he does. <laughs> Kylie Lipkin. <laughs> no, he got the Carlisle special. True. He gets a special through Charlie. He's like, why are we going here? This is your other lover. <laughs> <laughs> Carl gave him extra big lips. He was like, I'm going to get Charlie. I-, I know what Charlie likes. <laughs> like, that's Carlisle. So I know what Charlie likes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. He allowed, but his eyes were shrewd. Is Charlie as well informed? Have you told my lover? (laughs) He had found the weak chink in my armor. Charlie likes the Cullens a lot, I hedged. He clearly understood my evasion. His expression wasn't happy, but unsurprised. He knows that Charlie's been hanging out with Carlisle. (laughs) It's not my business, he said, but it may be Charlie's. Though it would be my business again, whether or not I think that it's Charlie's business, right? I wondered if he even understood my confused question as I struggled not to say anything compromising. I was confused reading that as well. Yeah, me too. But also, I feel like, I feel for Billy because I get why he's so concerned. Yeah. Especially from his POV, like the werewolf POV, where you're like, we don't like the vampires. Yeah. Like, it's always so vampire-sided. I'm like, why are we never talking about, like, the werewolves? Yeah, he's like, he's genuinely like, this is my son's, nope, this is my son's crush and my best friend's daughter yeah and like they're vampires yeah like i don't want her to get drained mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. so i don't know he i think billy's in the right for sure he is he's like trying to so subtly be like just watch out yeah please like i don't want you to become a vampire <laughs> yes please don't do it <laughs> but he seemed to he thought about it while the rain picked up against the roof the only sound breaking the silence yes he finally surrendered i guess that's your business too I sighed with relief. Thanks, Billy. Just thinking. Just think about what you're doing, Bella, he urged. Okay, I agreed quickly. He frowned. What I meant to say was, don't do what you're doing. <laughs> He's like, no, wait. <laughs> I looked into his eyes, filled with nothing but concern for me, and there was nothing I could say. Just then, the front door banged loudly, and I jumped at the sound. There's no picture anywhere in that car, Jacob's complaining voice reached us before he did. The shoulders of his shirt were stained with the rain, his hair dripping when he rounded the corner. Hmm, Billy grunted, suddenly detached, spinning his chair around to face his son. I guess I left it at home. Come on, he planted that. (laughs) Yep. Jacob rolled his eyes dramatically. Great. Well, Bella, tell Charlie, Billy paused before continuing, that we stopped by, I mean. Tea? I will, I muttered. Jacob was surprised. Are we leaving already? Charlie's going to be out late, Billy explained as he rolled himself past Jacob. Oh, Jacob looked disappointed. Well, I guess I'll see you later then, Bella. Sure, I agreed. (laughs) Okay, rude, whatever. (laughs) Take care, Billy warned me. I didn't answer. She's She's, real bitchy. I hate her. I don't like her. She's rude. Mm -hmm. This is like, like, gosh. He's just looking out for her. Yeah. She's like, you're really holding me up from going to not have sex with my boyfriend. (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Jacob helped his father out the door. I waved briefly, glancing swiftly toward my now empty truck. 
and then shut the door before they were gone. I stood in the hallway for a minute, listening to the sound of their car as it backed out and drove away. I stayed where I was, waiting for the irritation and anxiety to subside. When the tension eventually faded a bit, I headed upstairs to change out of my dressy clothes. Her khaki <laughs> skirt and blue blouse. Yeah, that's, that's the dressy clothes. Okay. I tried on a couple of different tops, not sure what to expect tonight. As I concentrated on what was coming, what had just passed became insignificant. Now that I was removed from Jasper's and Edward's influence, I began to make up for not being terrified before. I gave up quickly on choosing an outfit. She's just going to go naked. Why is she worried about an outfit? They're going to play baseball. Put on a t-shirt and some jorts. Well, she's not going to do that. She's going to throw on an old flannel shirt and jeans. (laughs) That's like the worst baseball fit ever. The flannel. I feel like it's a tight flannel. Like, it's not like a no, loose, like, overflowing one. No, it's one. tight. It's like, like a, a fitted cute, shirt. Like a cute little tank top underneath and, like, your flannel's off your shoulders no. a bit. No. 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 Got her flare jeans and her tight flannel shirt. Knowing I would be in my raincoat all night anyway. The phone rang and I sprinted downstairs to get it. There was only one voice I wanted to hear. Anything else would be a disappointment. But I knew that if he wanted to talk to me, he'd probably just materialize in my room. Hello? I asked, breathless. Bella, it's me, Jessica said. Oh, hey, Jess. Yes. I scrambled for a moment to come back down to reality. It felt like months rather than days since I'd spoken to Jess. Yeah, that's bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, When you're losing yourself in your relationship. You're isolating yourself from your friends. (laughs) Don't worry, she's making new friends. No, that's not real. Oh, right. The new friends are Edward's vampire family? Yeah. No. Oh. How was the dance? It was so much fun, Jessica gushed. Needing no more invitation than that, she launched into a minute-by-minute account of the previous night. As she should. Mm-hmm. I want... Why did they write that all out? Yeah, I want the tea. Like, what did Mike do? Did they kiss? You know? We'll find out. I mmmed and odd at the right places, but it wasn't easy to concentrate. Bad friend, boo. Jessica, Mike, the dance, the school, they all seemed strangely irrelevant at the moment. My eyes kept flashing to the window, trying to judge the degree of light behind the heavy clouds. Did you hear what I said, Bella? Jess asked, irritated. I'm sorry, what? I said, Mike, kiss me. Yeah! Can you believe it? Woo, woo, woo. That's a wonderful Jess, I said. Go, Jess, go, Mike. That's so cute. Yes. Jess and Mike sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. So what did you do yesterday, Jessica challenged, still sounding bothered by my lack of attention? Or maybe she was upset because I hadn't asked for details. I'd be upset. Yeah. Are you kidding? Well, <clears throat> we do a step-by-step step recounter. I mean, we are. Of everything. We are minute by minute. It's true. That's why we'd be so frustrated if it didn't happen. Be like, hello? Yeah. Are you not going to ask? Hello? Do you not want to know everything? Do you not want to know every how many times I blinked? Because I have the, da- the data. I have it. Nothing, really. I just hung around outside to enjoy the sun. I heard Charlie's car. I heard Charlie's car in the garage. Did you ever hear anything more from Edward Cullen? The front door slammed, and I could hear Charlie banging around under the stairs, putting his tackle away. Come on. <laughs> Um, I hesitated, not sure what my story was anymore. Hi there, kiddo. Charlie called as he walked into the kitchen. I waved at him. Jess heard his voice. Oh, your dad's there. Never mind. We'll talk tomorrow. See you in Trig. <laughs> oh my god, this has been one weekend. Yeah. Chapters and chapters and chapters mm-hmm. of one weekend. Oh yeah. It's exhausting. I'll be interested to, I guess, I think it like jumps forward a little bit. I guess we're at the end of the school year. I don't know. It goes very fast. I, Good. See you, Jess. I hung up the phone. Hey, Dad, I said. He was scrubbing his hands in the sink. Where's the fish? I put it out in the freezer. I'll go grab a few pieces before they freeze. Billy dropped off some of Harry Clearwater's fish fry this afternoon. I worked to sound enthusiastic. He did? Charlie's eyes lit up. That's my favorite. Charlie cleaned up while I got dinner ready. It didn't take long till we were sitting at the table, eating in silence. Charlie was enjoying his food. He's over there. Mm. 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 between everybody (laughs) i was wondering desperately how to fulfill my assignment struggling to think of a way to broach the subject what did you do with yourself today he asked snapping me out of my reverie well this afternoon i just hung around well this afternoon i just hung out around the house only the very recent part of this afternoon actually that's her talking to herself i tried to keep my voice upbeat but my stomach was hollow and this morning i was over at the cullens charlie dropped his fork Dr. Cullen's place? He asked in astonishment. I pretended not to notice his reaction. Yeah? What were you doing there? He hadn't picked his fork back up. Well, 
I sort of have a date with Edward Cullen tonight, and he wanted to introduce me to his parents. Right. Charlie's worried because he's worried that she's going to find, like, his secret love journals. Yeah. Charlie. Wait, Dr. Carlisle's house? You went You went to the house? Wait, uh, which room? <laughs> or, or, or alternatively, he's never been to the house. Yeah. So he's like, you got to go yeah. to the house? He always comes here. I can never go there. Yeah, that, that wife of his. What's her name? Mesme? She's, she's always like, I can never go. <laughs> Dad? It appeared that Charlie was having an aneurysm. Dad, are you all right? You are going out with Edward... Oh, you are going out with Edward Cullen? He thundered. Uh-oh. I thought you liked the Cullens. He's too old for you, he ranted. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> We're both juniors, I corrected, though he was more right than he dreamed. Wait, he paused. Which one is Edwin? Edward is the youngest, the one with the reddish-brown hair. The beautiful one. The godlike one. Oh, God. Oh, well, that's... He struggled better, I guess. Who did he think he was? Because <laughs> they're all in high school. He's thinking of Emmett. He's like... It's like the rock, guy? The pro wrestler one. The one that I see lifting cars the out back is, behind the station. Charlie and Emmett would get together. Like, they would get along so well. Oh, I Emmett's got banter with everyone. Yeah, no, he would love... Like, sports? Emmett got Riz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mad Riz. Yeah. That himbo energy is giving him Riz. Mm-hmm. That's just facts. It's canon. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, here we go. Oh, well, that's... He struggled better, I guess. I don't like the look of that big one. Stop. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice boy and all, but he looks too mature for you. Is this Edwin your boyfriend? It's Edward, Dad. Is he? Sort of, I guess. You said last night that you weren't interested in any of the boys in town. But he picked up his fork again, so I could see the worst was over. He's not a boy. He's a man. He's my man. <laughs> 17 years old. You know in Zoolander, when they're in the coal mine, and the male model commercial is going on, and he's a mermaid? And then he's like, oh my god, you're a mermaid. And then Ben Stiller goes, mermaid. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> well, Edward doesn't live in town, Dad. He gave me a disparaging look as he chewed. And anyways, I continued, it's kind of at an early stage, you know? Don't embarrass me with all the boyfriend talk, okay? When is he coming over? He'll be here in a few minutes. Where is he taking you? I groaned loudly. (laughs) I hope you're getting the Spanish Inquisition out of your system now. We're going to play baseball with his family. His face puckered, and then he finally chuckled. You're playing baseball? Well, I'll probably watch most of the time. You must really like this guy, he observed suspiciously. I sighed and rolled my eyes for his benefit. So much eye rolling this chapter. Yeah, she's being really annoying. I heard the roar of an engine pull up in front of the house. I jumped up and started cleaning my dishes. Leave the dishes. I can do them tonight. You baby me too much. The doorbell rang. Ding dong. And Charlie stalked off to answer it. I was half a step behind him. I hadn't realized how hard it was pouring outside. Edward stood in the halo of the porch light, looking like a male model in an advertisement for raincoats. Shut up. (laughs) Come on in, Edward. I breathed a sigh of relief when Charlie got his name right. I wish Charlie would have kept up the bit. Called him Edward yeah, for the rest just of time. forever. That'd be funny. Thanks, Chief Swan, Edward said in a, respect- in a respectful voice. Go ahead and call me Charlie. Here, I'll take your jacket. Thanks, sir. Okay, Charlie, you made two mistakes. You should have kept calling him Edwin forever, and you should have made him call you Chief Swan forever. True. I mean. Very true. That's just what I think should have happened. Uh, here, I'll take your jacket. Thanks, sir. Have a seat there, Edward. I grimaced. (laughs) Rip grimace. (laughs) Edward sat down fluidly in the only chair, forcing me to sit next to Chief Swan on the sofa. I quickly shot him a dirty look. He winked behind Charlie's back. So, I hear you're... (laughs) Behind Charlie's back. (laughs) Like, Charlie definitely saw that. Mm -hmm. We already determined that Bella, American Girl doll, blink winks (laughs) one eye at a time. (laughs) So I hear you're getting my girl to watch baseball. Only in Washington would the fact that it was raining buckets have no bearing at all on the playing of outdoor sports. Yes, sir, that's the plan. He didn't look surprised that I told my father the truth. He might have been listening, though. Well, more well, power to you, I guess. can also hear Charlie's thoughts, so... Also true. If she already would know, anyway, because mm-hmm. his thoughts are like, What the heck? <laughs> He's been calling him Edwin in the brain. <laughs> and Edward's like, All right. <laughs> Charlie laughed, and Edward joined in. (laughs) 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 Okay, I stood up. 
Enough humor at my expense. Let's go. I walked back to the hall and pulled on my jacket. They followed. Not too late, Belle. Don't worry, Charlie. I'll have her home early, Edward promised. You take girl. You take care of my girl, all right? I growled, Ugh. but they ignored me. She'll be safe with me, I promise, sir. Charlie couldn't doubt Edward's sincerity. It rang in every word. I stalked out. They both laughed, and Edward followed me. I stopped dead on the porch. There, behind my truck, was a monster jeep. Its tires were higher than my waist. There were metal guards over the headlights and taillights, and four large spotlights attached to the crash bar. The hard top was shiny red. Charlie let out a low whistle. <whistles> Wear your seatbelts, he choked out. Edward followed me around to my side and opened the door. I gauged the distance to the seat and prepared to jump for it. He sighed and then lifted me in with one hand. I hoped Charlie didn't notice. It was right on the ass. Full <laughs> ass ground. <laughs> Charlie's like, what the heck? <laughs> He's like, I should call Billy. <laughs> And I wonder how far away Billy is if you just turn back around. <laughs> As he went around to the driver's side at a normal human pace, I tried to put on my seatbelt, but there were too many buckles. What's oh. all this? I asked when he opened the door. It's an off-roading harness. Uh-oh. I tried to find the right places for all the buckles to fit, but it wasn't going too quickly. He sighed again and reached over to help me. Not the baby treatment. No, she can't do anything around, though. Mm-hmm. I was glad that the rain was too heavy to see Charlie clearly on the porch. That meant he couldn't see how Edward's hands lingered at my neck, brushed along my collarbones. Mm. I, I gave up trying to help him and focused on not hyperventilating. Edward turned the key and the engine roared to life. We pulled away from the house. This is a um, big Jeep you have. It's Emmett's. I didn't think you'd want to run the whole way. Where do you keep this thing? We remodeled one of the outbuildings into a garage. Aren't you going to put on your seatbelt? He threw me a disbelieving look. Then something sunk in. Run the whole way? As in, we're still going to run part of the way? My voice edged up a few octaves. Oh, sorry. As in, we're still going to run part of the way? He grinned tightly. You're not going to run. I'm going to be sick. Keep your eyes closed. You'll be fine. I bit my lip, fighting the panic. He leaned over to kiss the top of my head and then groaned. I looked at him, puzzled. You smell so good in the rain, he explained. Mm. In a good way or a bad way, I asked cautiously. He sighed. Both. Always both. I don't know how he found his way in the gloom and downpour, but he somehow found a side road that was less of a road and more of a mountain path. For a long while, conversation was impossible because I was bouncing up and down on the seat like a jackhammer. He seemed to enjoy the ride, though, smiling hugely the whole way. And then we came to the end of the road. The trees formed green walls on three sides of the Jeep. Three sides? Like the top? Like left, right, and top? Because it can't be any other way. The trees are actually physically moving in behind the Jeep. The rain was a mere drizzle, slowing every second. The sky brighter through the clouds. Sorry, Bella. We have to go on foot from here. You know what? I'll just wait here. Yeah, for real. Honestly, just go home. <laughs> Go like, I want them to give me the POV of the baseball game, but Bella's not there. Yeah. Like, it just randomly switches We to... jump to Esme's body. Yeah, it just switches to someone's POV, not Edward's. God, no. please no. So you'd be thinking, I hope Bella's okay. I hope she's okay. I really should have... She should have come. No, she shouldn't have. She shouldn't have come. She would get hurt. I miss her so much. I should not be with her. I would kill her. <laughs> yeah, so true. And then he also had to listen to everyone else's thoughts. They're all like looking. They're like, Edward's distracted. He must be yeah. thinking of that stupid human. Everyone's like, why do we even bring Edward? He's thinking about stupid Bella. And then he's sulking because he's like, oh, I hate my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened to all your courage? You were extraordinary this morning. I haven't forgotten the last time yet. Could it have been only yesterday? He was around to my side of the car in a blur. He started unbuckling me. I'll get those. You go on ahead, I protested. Hmm, he mused as he quickly finished. It seems I'm going to have to tamper with your memory. Before I could react, he pulled me from the Jeep and set my feet on the ground. It was barely misting now. Alice was going to be right. Tamper with my memory, I asked nervously. Something like that. He was watching me intently, carefully, but there was humor deep in his eyes. He placed his hands against the Jeep on either side of my head and leaned forward, forcing me to press back against the door. He leaned in even closer, his face inches from mine. I had no room to escape. Ah! Kind of hot, anyway. Now, he breathed, and just his smell disturbed my thought process. What exactly are you worrying about? 
while um, hitting a tree, I gulped. I hate when they say I gulped. I'm sorry. I hate that. <laughs> stop. 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 Oh, sorry. And dying and then getting sick, he fought back a smile. Then he bent his head down and touched his cold lips softly to the hollow at the base of my throat. Are you still worried now? He murmured against my skin. Yes, I struggled to concentrate. About hitting trees and getting sick. I'm gonna get sick. His nose drew a line up the skin of my throat to the point of my chin. His cold breath tickled my skin. And now, his lips whispered against my jaw. Trees, I gasped. Motion sickness. He lifted his face to kiss my eyelids. Bella, you don't really think I would hit a tree, do you? No, but I might. There was no confidence in my voice. He smelled an easy victory. He kissed slowly down my cheek, stopping just at the corner of my mouth. Would I let a tree hurt you? His lips barely brushed against my trembling lower lip. No, I breathed. I knew there was a second part to my brilliant defense, but I couldn't quite call it back. You see, he said, his lips moving against mine. There's nothing to be afraid of, is there? No, I sighed, giving up. Then he took my face in his hands, almost roughly, and kissed me in earnest, his unyielding lips moving against mine. There really was no excuse for my behavior. Obviously, I knew better by now, and yet I couldn't seem to stop from reacting exactly as I had the first time. She's feral. Instead of keeping safely motionless, my arms reached up to twine tightly around his neck, and I was suddenly welded to his stone figure. I sighed, and my lips parted. He staggered back, breaking my grip effortlessly. Damn it, Bella! He broke off gasping. You'll be the death of me. I swear you will. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Imagine watching this as oh, no, I was, another I was person thinking, in the room. I was just thinking like Emmett and Rosalie and everybody are just kind of standing in the trees. They're like, are we, are we looking? Or? I literally couldn't do it. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> this is all so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I leaned over, bracing my hands against my knees for support. The way she gets one kiss from him and she's like... <sighs> Like, I'm begging her to break up with Edward and have a couple boyfriends. Yes. It'll be over. We can revisit this and you can relax. Yeah. You'll be much more tame. <laughs> so true. You're indestructible. I mumbled, trying to catch my breath. Literally. <sighs> I might have believed that before I met you. Now let's get out of here before I do something really stupid. He growled. Like, fall to temptation. <laughs> <laughs> like, kiss more than a second. Yeah. <laughs> He threw me across his back as he had before, and I could see the extra effort it took for him to be as gentle as he was, because he's angry and manipulative mm-hmm. and bad. Yep. I locked my legs around his waist and secured my arms in a chokehold around his neck. Don't forget to close your eyes, he warned. Oh, sorry. Don't forget to close your eyes, he warned severely. I quickly tucked my face into his shoulder blade under my own arm and squeezed my eyes shut. And I could hardly tell we were moving. I could feel him gliding along beneath me, but he could have been strolling down the sidewalk. The movement was so smooth. I was tempted to peek, just to see if he was really flying through the forest like before, but I resisted. It wasn't worth that awful dizziness. I contented myself with listening to his breath come and go evenly. I wasn't quite sure we had stopped until he reached back and touched my hair. It's over, Bella. I dared to open my eyes, and sure enough, we were at a standstill. I stiffly unlocked my stranglehold on his body and slipped to the ground, landing on my backside. Oh! I huffed as I hit the wet ground. He stared at me incredulously, evidently not sure whether he was still too mad to find me funny. But my bewildered expression pushed him him over the edge, and he broke into a roar of laughter. (laughs) You know when you're scared, and then you fall off your boyfriend's back, and he laughs at you? Yeah. It's so sexy. It's so funny and cute and respectful. (laughs) I picked myself up, ignoring him as I brushed the mud and bracken off the back of my jacket. That only made him laugh harder. Annoyed, I began to stride off into the forest. Literally take me home. I would be so mad. I felt his arm around my waist. Where are you going, Bella? To watch a baseball game. You don't seem to be interested in playing anymore, but I'm sure the others will have fun without you. You're going the wrong way. I turned around without looking at him and stalked off in the opposite direction. He caught me again. Don't be mad. I couldn't help myself. You should have seen your face. Uh, Grow (laughs) up. You're 100 years old. Man, baby. He chuckled before he could stop himself. Oh, you're the only one who's allowed to get mad, I asked, raising my eyebrows. I wasn't mad at you. Bella, you'll be the death of me, I quoted sourly. That was simply a statement of fact. I tried to turn away from him again, but he held me fast. You were mad, I insisted. Yes. But you just said that I wasn't mad at you. Can't you see that, Bella? He was suddenly intense, all trace of teasing gone. Don't you understand? 
See what? I demanded, confused by his sudden mood swing as much as his words. I'm never angry with you. How could I be? Brave, trusting, warm as you are. <laughs> then why? I whispered, remembering the black moods that pulled him away from me, that I had always interpreted as well-justified frustration. Frustration at my weakness, my slow... My slow... <laughs> okay, Rachel, we can do this. My slowness, my unruly human reactions. <laughs> my slow... Uh, my brain went slow. I'm not going to lie. This is boring me. I would like to see the baseball game. I'm going as fast as I can. No, it's okay. I'm sprinting like I Edward just like, this chapter. Why does every fruit, like, free moment... I can't talk right now. Okay. Like, why does every free moment they have is just them, like, having these weird, steamy moments? Because you really got to build up the chemistry when things are happening over the course of one week. <laughs> you got to build you up the You got to take every second for granted. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. Or else it'd be like, they literally haven't kissed yet, and they're already doing what? He's already what? He put his hands carefully on both sides of my face. I infuriate myself, he said gently, the way I can't seem to keep from putting you in danger. My very existence puts you at risk. Sometimes I truly hate myself. I should be stronger. I should be able to... I placed my hand over his mouth. Don't. He licked my hand. No, okay. He took my hand, moving it from his lips, but holding it to his face. I love you, he said. It's a poor excuse for what I'm doing, but it's still true. It was the first time he'd said he loved me in so many words. He might not realize it, but I certainly did. Now, please try to behave yourself, he continued, and he bent to softly brush his lips against mine. I held properly still, then I sighed. You promised Chief Swan that you would have me home early, remember? We better get going. Yes, ma'am. He smiled wistfully and released all of me but one hand. He led me a few feet through the tall, wet ferns and draping moss around a massive hemlock tree, and we were there, on the edge of an enormous open field in the lap of the Olympic peaks. It was twice the size of any baseball stadium. I could see the others all there, Esme, Emmett, and Rosalie, sitting on a bare outcropping of rock, were the closest to us, maybe a hundred yards away. Much farther out, I could see Jasper and Alice, at least a quarter of a mile. <laughs> there she goes. Quarter of a mile apart, appearing to throw something back and forth, but I never saw any ball. It looked like Carlisle was marking bases, but could they really be that far apart? When we came into view, the three on the rocks rose. Esme started toward us. Emmett followed after a long look at Rosalie's back. Rosalie had risen gracefully and strode off toward the field without a glance in our direction. My stomach quivered uneasily in response. Was that you we heard, Edward? Esme asked as she approached. It sounded like a bear choking, Emmett clarified. <laughs> I smiled hesitantly at Esme. That was him. Bella was being unintentionally funny, Edward explained, quickly settling the score. Alice had left her position and was running, or dancing, toward us. She hurtled to a fluid stop at our feet. It's time, she announced. As soon as she spoke, a deep rumble of thunder shook the forest beyond us, and then crashed westward toward town. Eerie, isn't it? Emmett said with easy familiarity, winking at me. Interrupting the episode for a quick word from our sponsor. This week's episode of YY2K is sponsored by everyone's favorite vampire baseball team, the Forks Thunder. Blindingly fast and impossibly strong, this team is hard to beat. Get season tickets and cheer on the Cullens and Hales under a beautiful veil of pouring rain. Season ticket holders get a complimentary blood test at every game, as well as an exclusive I Heart Emmett t-shirt. Go to www.bringthethunder.com slash YY2K to get $1 off the annual pass. A $1 value. Batter up. And back to the episode. Let's go. Alice reached for Edmund's hand, and they darted toward the oversized field. She ran like a gazelle. He was nearly as gra- gra- he was nearly as graceful and just as fast. Yet yeah, Emmett could never be compared to a gazelle. Are you ready for some ball? Edward asked, his eyes eager, bright. I tried to sound appropriately enthusiastic. Go team! Ew. <laughs> he snickered, and after mussing my hair, bounded off after the other two. His run was more aggressive. A cheetah rather than a gazelle, and he quickly overtook them. The grace and power took my breath away. Shall we go down? Esme asked in her soft, melodic voice, and I realized I was staring open-mouthed after him. I quickly reassembled my expression and nodded. Esme kept a few feet between us, and I wondered if she was still being careful not to frighten me. She matched her stride to mine without seeming impatient at the pace. You don't play with them? I asked shyly. No, I prefer to referee. I like keeping them honest, she explained. Do they like to cheat then? Oh yes, you should hear the arguments they get into. Actually, I hope you don't. You would think they were raised by a pack of wolves. You sound like my mom, I laughed, surprised. She laughed too. Well, I do think of them as my children in most ways. I never could get over my mothering instincts. 
Did Edward tell you I had lost a child? <laughs> She's like, let's trauma bond. Well, yeah, let's let some me, trauma on you. Let's just do a little trauma dump. Yeah. Right no, I murmured, stunned, scrambling to understand what lifetime she was remembering. Yes, my first and only baby. He died just a few days after he was born. The poor tiny thing, she sighed. It broke my heart. That's why I jumped off the cliff, you know. <laughs> I did not remember this as my lore whatsoever. <laughs> I forgot she had a baby. I did not. I must have known, but I did not remember. <laughs> I do love that she's like, my baby died. I came us. You like, know. You know when you try to kill yourself after your no baby died? No wonder she has such motherly instinct. She literally came us because her baby died. She was turned into a vampire while she still had her motherly instincts. So maybe she's just... This, to me, also kind of gives off Mormon vibes, though. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the pro-life. Pro life. Yeah. My baby died, my baby died so, so I, I killed myself. myself. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're right. Yep. Uh, she added matter-of-factly. Edward just said you fell, I stammered. Always a gentleman, she smiled. Edward was the first of my new sons. I've always thought of him that way, even though he's older than I. In one, la- in one way, at least. She smiled at me warmly. That's why I'm so happy that he's found you, dear. The endearment sounded very natural on her lips. He's been the odd man out for far too long. It's hurt to see me to see him alone. You don't mind then? I asked, hesitant again, that I'm all wrong for him? No. She was thoughtful. You're what he wants. It will work out somehow, she said, though her forehead creased with worry. <laughs> Another peal of thunder began. She's like, yeah, sweetie. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be all good. it's great. It'll be fine. Like, this is not going to work out. No, you definitely won't die. Like, you won't die. Yeah, yeah, don't even worry. No. You, no. No. <laughs> my no. son, self-control. Uh, yeah. If I taught my baby boy yeah. one thing, it's self-control. <laughs> Another peal of thunder began. Esme stopped then. Apparently, we'd reached the edge of the field. It looked as if they had formed teams. Edward was far out in left field. Carlisle stood between the first... Everybody draw out your baseball diagram. This is very important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, books have maps. We need a, we need a baseball diagram. <laughs> yeah. Edward far out in left field. Carlisle stood between the first and second bases, and Alice held the ball, positioned on the spot that must be the pitcher's mound. Yes! Emmett was swinging an aluminum bat. It whistled almost untraceably through the air. I'm sorry, Jasper is supposed to be twirling the bat right now? (laughs) The book is wrong in this instance. (laughs) So true. Emmett was swinging an aluminum bat. It whistled almost untraceably through the air. I waited for him to approach home plate, but then I realized as he took his stance that he was already there, farther from the pitcher's mound than I would have thought possible. Jasper stood several feet behind him, catching for the other team. Of course, none of them had gloves. I don't know why they can't have gloves. It's just a baseball thing. All right, as they called in a clear voice, which I knew even Edward would hear as far out as he was, batter up. Alice stood straight, deceptively motionless. Her style seemed to be stealth rather than an intimidating wind-up. She held the ball in both hands at her waist, and then, like the strike of a cobra, her right hand flicked out and the ball smacked into Jasper's hand. Was that a strike? I whispered to Esme. If they don't hit it, it's a strike, she told me. (laughs) Jasper hurled the ball back to Alice's waiting hand. She permitted herself a brief grin, and then her hand spun out again. This time, the bat somehow made it around in time to smash into the invisible ball. The crack of impact was shattering, thunderous. It echoed off the mountains. I immediately understood the necessity of the thunderstorm. The ball shot like a meteor above the field, flying deep into the surrounding forest. Home run, I murmured. Wait, Esme cautioned, listening intently, one hand raised. Emmett was a blur around the bases, Carlisle shadowing him. I realized Edward was missing. Out, Esme called in a clear voice. I stared in disbelief as Edward sprang from the fringe of the trees, ball in his upraised hand his wide grin visible even to me. Emmett hits the hardest, as May explained, but Edward runs the fastest. The inning continued before my incredulous eyes. It was impossible to keep up with the speed at which the ball flew, the rate at which their bodies were raced around the field. I leaned. I learned the other reason they waited for a thunderstorm to play when Jasper, trying to avoid Edward's infallible fielding, hit a ground ball towards Carlisle. Carlisle ran into the ball and then raced Jasper to first base. When they collided, the sound was like the crash of two massive falling boulders. I jumped up in concern, but they were somehow unscathed. So it's not hitting the ball. It's when they it's them hitting pound each into other. each other. How does she know what two giant boulders crashing into each other sounds like? You're so right. I also think it's kind of silly that he brought her here. He was like, yeah, come like play baseball with us. And it's just him and his, her and his mom. 
Just talking. <laughs> just chatting. Okay, also, they're moving so fast, she genuinely isn't watching them play baseball. Yeah. She's no. just like, what? Yeah. She's having, like, strobe light in front of her face. It's one of those time lapses of the cars in the, in the cities in New York. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. You're like, what's going on? You see the blur of the little headlights? Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's baseball, baby. Yeah. I love America. <laughs> Safe, Esme called in a calm voice. Emmett's team was up by one. Rosalie managed to flit around the bases after tagging up on one of Emmett's long flies. When Edward caught the third out, I feel I'm lost right now. <laughs> I don't know baseball. Yeah. He sprinted to my side, sparkling with, with excitement. What do you think? He asked. One thing's for sure. I'll never be able to sit through dull old major league baseball again. <sighs> And it sounds like you did so much of that before, he laughed. I am a little disappointed, I teased. Why? He asked, puzzled. Well, it would be nice if I could find just one thing you didn't do better than everyone else on the planet. He flashed his special crooked smile, <laughs> leaving me breathless. I'm up, he said, heading for the plate. He played intelligently, keeping the ball low, out of the reach of Rosalie's always ready hand in the outfield, gaining two bases like lightning before Emmett could get the ball back in play. Carlisle knocked one so far out of the field, with a boom that hurt my ears, that he and Edward both made it in. Alice slapped them dainty high fives. The score constantly changed as the game continued, and they razzed, they razzed each other. Okay. Like any other street ball players as they took turns with the lead. I feel like I'm reading like a medical journal. Like, I don't know what the words are. Stephanie must have liked baseball. Oh, yeah. Where she was like on the baseball wiki, and she was just grabbing words. Probably. Truly Probably. <laughs> Occasionally, Esme would call them to order. The thunder rumbled on, but we stayed dry, as Alice had predicted. Carlisle was up to bat, Edward catching, when Alice suddenly gasped. (gasps) My eyes were on Edward, as usual, and I saw his head snap up to look at her. Their eyes met, and something flowed between them in an instant. Here we go. Mm -hmm. He was at my side before the others could ask Alice what was wrong. Alice? Esme's voice was tense. I didn't see. I couldn't tell. She whispered. All the others were gathered by this time. What is it, Alice? Carlisle asked with a calm voice of authority. They were traveling much quicker than I thought. I can see I had the perspective wrong before, she murmured. Jasper leaned over her, his posture protective. What Bad changed? scars. Bad scars. What changed, he asked. They heard us playing and it changed their path, she said, contrite, as if she felt responsible for whatever had frightened her. Seven pairs of quick eyes flashed my face and away. How soon, Carlisle said, turning on Edward. Turn... Carlisle said, turning toward Edward. Turning on Edward? Whoa! Carlisle! Like in a sexy way or like in an attacking way? (laughs) A look of intense concentration crossed his face. Less than five minutes. They're running. They want to play. He scowled. Can you make it? Carlisle asked him, his eyes flicking toward me again. No, not carrying. He cut short. I thought she weighed nothing to him. Is he calling her fat right now? No, not carrying the bag of bricks, fella. <laughs> I mean, he is carrying another human being. True. Well, he's not a human being, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Hmm. She's so tiny. She's just like itty bitty, so hmm. small. She's like speck. Besides, the last thing we need is for them to catch the scent and start hunting. How many? Emma asked Alice. Three. She answered tersely. Three, he scoffed. Let them come. The steel bands of muscle flex along his massive arms. He said, let them come. He starts bo- so doing the bodybuilder poses. Yeah, let them come. Yeah. yeah, get a load of this. He's pumped. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been playing baseball. He's probably mm-hmm. veined up. Mm-hmm. Vascularity 10. Yeah. For a split second, that seemed much longer than it really was. Carlisle deliberated. Only Emmett seemed unperturbed. The rest stared at Carlisle's face with anxious eyes. Let's just continue the game, Carlisle finally decided. His voice was cool and level. Alice said they were simply curious. All this was said in a flurry of words that lasted only a few seconds. I had listened carefully and caught most of it, though I couldn't hear what Esme now asked Edward with a silent vibration of her lips. She's a I only saw the slight shake of his head and the look of relief on her face. You catch Esme, he said. I'll call it now. And he planted himself in front of me. The others returned to the field, warily sweeping the dark forest with their sharp eyes. Alice and Esme seemed to orient themselves around where I stood. Take your hair down, Edward said in a low, even voice. He's like, I want you, I want you to look sexy when I come. I always thought that was funny. Like, take your hair down, as if that would cover her scent. Doesn't her hair have her scent? I think so. Because you ever, like, so wash you, your hair and immediately put it up? Yeah. And then when you bring it down, you're like, ooh. Yeah. Like, definitely more scent was released, because I know she's got that long hair. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm confused by that yeah, also. I never got that. He wants her to look pretty. Like, maybe it's, like, so her neck is covered. I think it is. But 
Nah. Don't they not? They don't have to bite you in the neck. That's, that's no, they don't. That's like canon in Twilight. <laughs> yeah, so they I can don't, bite you like anywhere. I don't don't get it. Yeah. I obediently slid the rubber band out of my hair and shook it out around me. I stated the obvious. The others are coming now. Yes. Stay very still. Keep quiet and don't move from my side, please. He had the stress in his voice well, but I could hear it. He pulled my long hair forward around my face. <laughs> he gave her a hair beard. Yeah. He was like, can I have that hair tie, actually? <laughs> He's like, we're going to trick them into thinking you're a man. <laughs> that won't help, Alice said softly. I could smell her across the field. I know. A hint of frustration colored his tone. Carlisle stood at the plate, and the others joined the game half-heartedly. What did Esme ask you? I whispered. He hesitated for a second before he answered whether they were thirsty. He muttered unwillingly. The seconds ticked by. The game progressed with apathy now. No one had dared to hit harder than a bunt, and Emmett, Rosalie, and Jasper hovered in the infield. Now and again, despite the fear that numbed my brain, I was aware of Rosalie's eyes on me. They were expressionless, but something about the way she held her mouth made me think she was angry. Edward paid no attention to the game at all, eyes and mind ranging the forest. I'm sorry, Bella, he muttered fiercely. It was stupid, irresponsible to expose you like this. I'm so sorry. I heard his breath stop, and his eyes zeroed in on right field. He took a half step, angling himself between me and what was coming. Carlisle, Emmett, and the others turned in the same direction, hearing sounds of passage much too faint for my ears. How is that still more filler almost? And scene. Um, it's filler because we don't know baseball terms. I don't know how no, the game was the progressing. The first half felt like filler to me. I mean, a little. Kind of, it's kind of weird how Billy came over to warn and then just left. Yeah. I mean, that was intentional. I, I wish he would have stayed. I know that, oh, Charlie's going to be late or whatever, but I feel like it was like an hour. Yeah. And then he was home. So I like, know it's not a quick drive to the res. No. From the res. No. So... Especially, like, Jacob's her friend. Like, I'd be like, do you mind if we just, like, hang out? Like, Jacob, like, definitely had other plans. And Billy was like, Jacob, get in the truck. And he's like, God dang it. Drive him over to Billy or to Charlie's right now? Oh, well. Um, Okay, everybody's homework for tonight. Watch the Twilight baseball scene. Mm -hmm. It's classic, iconic. It's the best part of the franchise. It's the best thing to ever have been created. Yeah, they slayed that. It's so good. Um, the other part of your homework is to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at YY2KPod mm-hmm. and to just check out our sponsors. We love them and they love it when you love them. So true. They work really hard to get on the pod. There's a huge wait list and to sponsor us. Pre-interviews, interviews. God, the screening is like 300 questions. <laughs> Only the best for you guys. They have to send a video interview, and then we do a pre-interview, and it's just, it's a lot of work yeah, for we, everyone involved. We do a background check. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. References, all, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, they're legit. <laughs> all of them are real. <laughs> 100% real. Yeah. 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 Well. Okay. Well, hope you have the bestest Tuesday and Wednesday. Mwah. 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 Bye.